Yokoso, welcome to Amakara Japan. You are with Stephen Yasushi and myself, Michelle, and we are talking about Japanese headlines and news topics that don't always hit international news.、Uh, say hello, Stephen Yasushi. Hello. Konnichiwa. And this week, we are talking about、uh, some articles dealing with English tests、um, for. Entrance exams for the universities.、Uh, recently, they were trying to create a、um, standardized test for entrance into universities with these English exams through private companies, but they have decided that they're not going to be introducing it、um, as planned. They were planning on bringing it about in 2020, but with issues and whatnot, they have canceled、um, doing those. Privatized English tests.、Uh, Yasushi, tell us a little bit about kind of these exams for the university entrances. Yeah, so、um, it's a really complicated、um, system. I'm not sure if I understand it correctly.、Um, so we do have university, the sort of standardized university entrance exams.、Um, every year in January, they spend two days. Um, for this testing, and students、um, take the same test at the same time.、Um, so it's, it's just like SAT、um, in the US, if you will. So they take this test, and on top of that, they usually take the individual tests、uh, conducted by the, the universities that you want to go. And so、um, this is very important test,、um, especially so because.、Um, Based on the results of these、uh, standardized tests,、um, students decide which university they want to apply.、Um, if they score poorly on that day,、um, they might consider applying to、uh, their second choice instead of first choice. And so th- and this result has an impact on which university you can go to, and that test,、um, the Which university you go to has an impact on your future jobs as well, right? So, this is an enormously important test.、Um, and, and the Japanese government has decided to change this, this system because it's sort of outdated,、um, especially the English test only has, has like、um, reading and listening questions,、um, mostly reading and a little bit of、um, listening. And they want to ha- have the test to include. Um, speaking and writing as well,、um, in order to evaluate the student's performance, the overall performance. So I think it's, it's a good change, but it comes with lots of problems. And the, and,、um, the education minister also made a gaffe. He said, because、um, this, this test has a lot of problems, and he, he made a gaffe.、Um, he, he said、um, the students can. Um, take the test in accordance with their standing、um, within their means. So students can take as, the test as many times as, as they want. And, and you know, students from wealthy families、uh, can take many tests, but you know, students from lower income families can't take as many as the students from wealthy families. And, and his comment was taken as sort of. Endorsing the, the, the income gap. And that sort of um, um, set the fire on, on this debate. 
and uh, there are lots of um, criticism against this um, new testing system and students and teachers took to the streets. They had a demonstration in front of the education minister building. Um, that's something you don't really see in Japan, right? They, they, the students don't really um, say no to the status quo. But um, because of massive protests, government finally gave in and they decided to postpone the, um, the new the introduction of new testing only like five months before it was set to roll out. So it's a big change. So yeah, so with this change that's happening um, and with them having said it only five months before, a lot of students were actually upset that they canceled it because they had been preparing for quite a while for this exam, especially, like you said, they're including the speaking portion on it, which with my um, time in Japan, that's a part that the kids probably feel like they struggle with the most because you can sit there and work on a reading and, and writing with time, but speaking is such a quick response that that's the one the kids worry about the most. And I will say that's the one they probably struggle with the most even if it's just with their yeah. confidence. So a lot of students are very upset just because like you're playing with our, our lives right now. You're just all of a sudden throwing things around. It's like, we're not even important. So I kind of understand where they're coming from, even though there are also some students who are like, Oh good. Now I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Well, something that I find interesting is like, again, I'm, I'm not quite aware of kind of the new plan for the speaking and listening and, reading and writing. Um, but to me, I feel like the speaking portion is very subjective for an entrance exam or for like a standardized test for Japan. It's, yeah. you don't really, can, can't do multiple choice with it is based upon how a judge determines your speaking level and kind of knowing that rubric or that status of, okay, is this passing? What sort of grade do you get? And I, I'm curious to know of have they taken that into consideration? Because I feel like, like you said, as a, as a coming from a wealthy family, you can take this test as many times as you want and, you know, learn what they're going to ask or how that speaking portion is, is going to come. And then it also states that, like, you can take the top two highest scores of the times you have taken it and submit that to the university, yeah. which is kind of cool, but again, creates that income gap associated with things. Well, on the note of yeah. you talking about the, the their speaking abilities and such, they have stuff they practice in school because not just for the university exam, there's other English tests that they're always practicing for. And I, there was many times where I was helping them um, with different set standards that they would have to like hey here's a prompt that you're going to be asked it's going to be similar to this these are the type of questions they're going to ask the first question is always going to be about the passage second questions about sort of about the passage third questions about regular life and fourth question will be about some random thing so they are aware and have practice usually many many times in school now, again, you have the idea of like if they fail it, have to take it again, they have to pay again. So you still have the income gap issue, but they do get the practice of speaking. Yeah. Yeah. So they think, you know, in, in high schools, in junior high schools across Japan, they already practice speaking and writing in classes. 
and but they if they don't have that in the examinations you know students would feel like they're just wasting their time right the because the entrance exams are so important they want to focus on what's in the test so that's the the main reason they've decided to include speaking and writing but um like michelle mentioned um the you know the speaking and writing um tends to be very subjective that's that's one of the main reasons um a lot of people didn't like this new system because even if you when you like when you watch you know one of those reality shows in, in the u.s like american idol for example each judge has slightly different opinions right some judge likes this singer the others don't correct so it's you know how can you judge students speaking and writing and and because this test is is such a large scale um, every year more than 500,000 students take this test so they're going to need to hire um, 10,000 staff um, graders and and they can't give you know um, objective uh, evaluations to all these answers uh, all, all the students answers so they think rather than um, they think it's, it's going to be unfair system. So they, they decided to stick to the original testing system, which is basically bubble sheets. Well, with kind of you talking about how, you know, you have different judges and I agree that you always have a bit of um, personality differences whenever it comes to judging a listening thing. Yeah. However, you do have certain criteria like, did they answer the question? That's a yes or no. Did they say it in complete sentences? Yes or no. Like there are certain criteria with listening exams that are going to be very straightforward. They either did it or didn't. There will be some yeah. you're like, did they answer the questions? Like, uh, for the most part in like, they talked around it. So that's why you usually have a few people listening to it. And so if like two out of three judges say, yeah, they did it, then they probably get the score. Yeah. So I think it would be easy. I, I think you know, in principle, it is possible to have these speaking and writing tests. But since this is such a large scale and you're going to have 10,000 graders, you know, it, it's difficult to have for everyone to have the same criteria, right? And another important thing I, I want to mention is this, the new system is not just one test. The English, because they, the government decided to outsource the test to private sector on um, there are seven different tests you know and each differ varies in in their level of, of difficulty you know the type of questions um some are british english some are american english mm -hmm. um the duration of the time is different the testing center is different so how can you compare the the results of different tests so th that's another issue and and it comes with speaking and writing and all those subjective, you know, or objective things. So it's really difficult to give fair judgments to, to, to everybody. Yeah, I, I have a question, kind of a personal. So as an English, a native English speaker, we're very, very spoiled because pretty much the entire world learns English. Um, it's kind mm -hmm. of learning it in schooling and such. And we just got to be born with it and learn it as growing up. My question is why, 
Like, why such an emphasis on making sure Japanese university students have these reading, writing, listening, speaking skills? Is it just, I mean, what's what's the purpose of having that sort of heavy-duty study, or how do I want to say this? H- having that part of the test um, have all of that impact. I mean, I, I don't understand why they would need the speaking and the writing portion. Um, why need English at all? Like, why is that required in the university mm. entrance exam? Because it's the, the, you know, most influential, you know, language in the world. And it's, it's the language of business, right? If you would need to use English if you want to work in you know, international companies or international trade or, or whatever. And when it comes to the English proficiency, um, as you may know, Japan, you know, comes to, to, the, to the bottom of the, the list, um, depending, depending on the test. It's, it's always um, Japan performs the worst in, in the world. So, and it's the third biggest economy in the world, right? So, English is very important, and and students study English um, based on what's in the test. So if they only have reading questions, they study reading, but not speaking or writing or listening. Mm. Several years ago, after they included listening sections, uh, we've seen dramatic shift because teachers start, you know, schools across Japan started spending more time on listening and students started to sort of realize the importance of listening. So this is sort of the, you know, if they include speaking and writing, students really, you know, focus on on improving those skills. So, So overall, I think this, many people think this is important and even necessary to have these um, speaking and writing in the tests. But I think since this new testing system has has so many flaws, um, it's not, it's it's just not the right time yet. Um, They should spend more time making, you know, the system um, perfect. So every, everyone can, can have, you know, can take the test and they, 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 they feel that this is, this is a fair system. Yeah. That gives everyone an equal opportunity to take the exam and it's not based upon where you live or income or. Yeah. Um, I think I read somewhere that they're, it's, they're now planning for about 2024 was the new. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully they get it figured out. And I mean, I think that's a huge thing to negotiate with the country is is figuring out how it's equal for everyone and not subjective in some of the so you're not doing just the bubble sheets, but how to have the the rubric to know how to grade their speaking and their and their uh, writing skills and such. So it'll be an interesting four more years until that comes out. Mm. So the, the important thing is government um, said that they are going to postpone 
the introduction of a new test. They didn't say they're going to cancel. So a lot of people are afraid that they, you know, they're going to have to have the same discussion again in a few years. And they don't, they don't, they don't think this is a good system. So unless government comes up with a very persuasive alternative, I think students are going to, you know, keep saying no. Yeah. Well, if any of our listeners have some good ideas, send them off to Japanese government. I'm sure Abe prime minister will highly (laughs) enjoy getting inundated with creative ideas of how to test English testing from from all like five of our listeners. I'm pretty sure that's not going to inundate anything. And if any of our listeners have other friends who have want to listen to our podcast, that's more than five. Hopefully we will encourage you to listen. Yes, please do. I think that is all the time that we have this week. I want to thank Stephen and Yasushi and um, discussing this week's article about the uh, English testing for university entrance exam. And I hope you listeners uh, enjoy hearing us, our conversation, and encourage your own conversations with your friends and family about some of these topics. And we will see you next week. Ja, matane. Take care. Sayonara.